1: Winning Picks Weekly. Smith for the win. K.
0: Welcome back everyone for another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. I'm the host today, Greg, and I'm here with my main man, Chip Murphy7. Check him out on Twitter. Check out the picks. A great follow on there. Chip, how you doing today?
2: I'm good, man, because we're talking about this week in college football, and we can put last week behind us, and it was a disaster for me, and you just told me it wasn't that good for you. No, so it was not. Made me feel, yeah, so that made me feel a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, I'm ready to put last week behind me. It was terrible. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about these
0: games. Yeah. Last week, I mean, we'll start off maybe with a little. Did you learn anything last week? I was two and one of my best bets. I was going back and forth between Maryland spread and Maryland the over. Cause I felt like Purdue could score. Should have went with the over. I went eight and 10. It was my first losing week on the show so far this season. So college football has been good to me, but I think I have to kick the Air Force habit. And mm. I got lucky on a lot of them. There was a lot of bets here as I went through and it was like ticking off winners and losers. I think Ohio State was a half point cover, a one point cover. Yeah. Mississippi State under was a one point cover. TCU was a half point cover. Um, oh. so a lot of them, I think even the Maryland over by a bit a one or two point. That thing might have ended at 61. The over was 59. So a lot of things went my way. Which allowed me to stay in ten. Because if they did not, it would have been an absolute disaster of a week. So, mm. um, I think I have to kick the Air Force habit for me is what I learned last week, and keep riding Oklahoma State. So we'll talk about that game. We'll talk about all the games here today. But anything that you picked up for Week Six, or you, are you switching any major plans? Are you going at it from a different angle? You stick it to overs and unders. You going spreads? What are you thinking?
2: I'm taking more totals this week. Okay. Yeah, And because of what happened last week, I I stayed away from a lot of totals. But yeah, I'm changing up a lot of things. One thing I learned was try and stay away from the Mac as much as possible because it's been wildly unpredictable. I've been betting the Mac probably too much just because I like Mac football. And I need to try and stay away from it because it's been super unpredictable and who know I mean I lost I think I bet yeah four Mac games last week. I lost three of them. Fortunately the one I won was Ohio and that was my uh best bet. One yeah, of my best bets. One. Yeah, and they didn't cover by much, I don't think, but they did cover. And yeah, I, I unfortunately I lost my two other best bets. One of them was NC State and the other one was Bama. So got a little <laughs> unlucky on the NC State one. But yeah, Bama just didn't show up. That was that was a brutal one and probably should have known better than to take Bama, but to cover on that 24 and a half. But yeah, not to trust the Mac, uh, I took Wisconsin last week and they covered 10 and a half against Northwestern, who stinks. But I think I really like, uh, we always talk about the fired uh, head coach and coming cool. back, the assistant the assistant taking over and Wisconsin looks like a team that could be re-energized by the head coach
0: firing and big time.
2: Uh, I like them going forward.
0: Yeah. Okay. That is one of the, one thing I did want to talk to you about real quick, trying to look at how John did John's not on this week, but I'm trying to just get his best bets last week. I think he went one and two. Um, I see week. That was an easy win. I think Iowa, I don't think they won. I think they played Illinois. That was like 9 6. I think Iowa was favored in that one. And then NC State. I'm blanking on NC State, who they played. I think they were away and didn't cover. And I think the guy, the quarterback, I, no, there might they be were hurt. at home.
2: I think they were at home. Oh, they because were at I home. took them because they were at home. And Leary got hurt.
0: Uh, Florida State. They played Florida State. Yeah, they played Florida State. That's right. I think they were a favorite and they lost outright, right? Or they won yes. by two, but they didn't
2: cover Oh, uh, no, they won by two. They won by
1: two.
0: Yeah. So, again, you know, a mixed week for us on best bets, but, you know, we're only doing three a week and, you know, it's hard to go three and all on those. So, um, that's what we learned in week six. I want to get to these Thursday, Friday games because it's the schedule starting to spread out a little bit. We had a Wednesday game last night. I had, uh, Marshall and that, I'll add that to the ticket. That was a loser. So keeping everyone honest here, Marshall minus 10.5 had no shot in that game at Marshall are
2: just frauds yeah. after that Notre Dame win. <laughs> one Notre Dame flash win. flash in the pan. Yeah. Remember when I, Marshall beat Notre Dame one game and then everybody was talking about how their coach was about to get a, a power five job <laughs> off of that yeah. one? Because he was a Saban guy and now they come crashing down to earth. Fun Belt's no joke, by the way
0: yeah the real deal i agree with you on one of the things that you talked about what did you learn uh the mac for me i've tried to stay away a little bit i kind of wait till maction starts when they start playing on those tuesday wednesday games to really start betting them but i do have a couple mac bets this week um but let's start again with the thursday friday games do you have anything going tonight thursday night and then do you have anything tomorrow on friday
2: I have one on Thursday, one on Friday. This game, we're recording Thursday. This game's about to start. Baylor, West Virginia. I took the over 55. Nothing fancy here. West Virginia's defense stinks. Baylor's defense has been overrated. They just haven't been the same team that they were last year. They lost a lot, so it's not really surprising. Uh, It's at West Virginia, so I thought about taking them as a home dog, but thought against it, I... I just don't trust their defense enough to stay in the game to win. But I think a lot of points are going to be put up in this one. And I liked what I've seen from JT Daniels this year. Because West Virginia hasn't been very good, nobody's really talked about his performance. But I think he's been good. And yeah, I, I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this one. I think the over, yeah, the over is 55 right now. It was 54 yesterday. Unfortunately, I didn't take it yesterday. I thought it was hoping it would go down, but I got it at 55 right now. Game's about to kick off. So Baylor, West Virginia over 55 on Thursday, and then Friday tomorrow, SMU's playing Navy. I got SMU minus 12 and a half. I know it's a big number against Navy because you know Navy controls the ball, and you know they beat they beat Tulsa last week. We said that by a, a big. I think it was 41 to 19. But I like SMU at home. Uh, they're not great against the spread so far this year, but I just don't think Navy is that good. I think it was it was a home game obviously last week, and they're going on the road. and SMU is much better at home. that They'll just be they'll be ready to go in on this one. They have way more firepower than Navy. I don't think I don't think yeah I don't think Navy can keep up with them. I like SMU minus twelve and a half on Friday.
0: I like it, too. Cause I think like, uh, Navy had a pretty good game last week. I think they scored a lot more points than they've scored all season. So maybe they come mm-hmm. down to earth a little bit. SMU's kind of hit or miss, but I do like, especially with college football, man, there's a lot of teams here that just are great at home and then just aren't that good on the road. Utah might be one of them. A lot of people are talking about that game this week. Uh, NC State, we've talked about all season, just not the same on the road as they are on home. So. Yeah, I could see SMU definitely being one of those games. I got Baylor minus three tonight. Like you said, the game started kicking off kind of soon. I just think they're the better team, three and two right now in the year, one on one in the conference. Um, offenses, you know, offenses seem pretty similar for West Virginia and Baylor. To me, the Baylor defense, I think, is a little bit better. I know they haven't been tested too much, but. You know, they played BYU, only let up 26 points in a double OT game, played Oklahoma State, yes, let up 36 points, but Oklahoma State can score 50 on most teams. So um, I think they've just been tested a little bit more than West Virginia. So to me, I think I'm still kind of riding high on that West Virginia first week against Pitt, and I don't know if other people are as well. I
2: was thinking about that too. I was thinking about that too, yeah.
0: You know, they they played Texas, was it two weeks ago? They were off on a buy last both. I think both these teams were on a buy last week. So they played Texas two weeks ago, got thrashed. I don't think Baylor's as good as Texas, so don't get me, you know, wrong on that. But I just think Baylor's a little bit better. So just give me Baylor minus three to kick off this weekend. What about Saturday, Chip? There are was it six ranked versus ranked matchups this weekend? I think it's the most in 10 or 15 years something like that. Yeah, it's loaded. We got a great one to start off I think at noon. I, I guess there's a couple but Penn State versus Michigan. We've talked about Michigan on this. I think John proclaimed you the Michigan guy last week. I tried to take that claim back say I'm the Michigan guy. There's a few ways to bet a football game. I picked two of them last week for Michigan. I know that was Maryland. Michigan I took first half. I saw some stat two or three weeks ago. Michigan's incredible in the first half spread. They've lost for me every single week. So I'm done doing that. I'm rocking Michigan minus seven. I think everyone is on Penn State, and I absolutely love that. I don't think Penn State has – we talked about Michigan not playing anyone. I don't think Penn State's really played anyone. And now they have to go Penn on the State road. Penn State gave
2: up thirty to Purdue at home, and then they've played nobody since. They've just dominated. They everybody's talking about their defense. They've just shut down a bunch of shit teams. I feel like, yeah, I, and like I, that, you're, I agree with you. Okay, so
0: are you on Michigan minus seven you. too? Or are you saying Michigan from this one? has
2: burned? Michigan has burned me. Yeah, Michigan has burned me consistently, and they're. But I, I'm obviously you have to bet this game. This is one of the marquee games. But I said I'm leaning towards totals this week. And I feel like Michigan's defense just, you know, it's not the same. I feel like Penn State could put up points too. So I'm leaning the over right now. And possibly Michigan at home. Okay. But Michigan minus seven, but I'm not really sold on Michigan. You know, I liked Michigan against Maryland when they came in. And turned out the over was the better play. Yep. I, you know, maybe they'll learn from that game. They'll come out better. You know, like you said, a lot of people are on Penn State. Maybe Michigan's going to take that personally. But Michigan's record as a a home favorite isn't super great. Like it's better than like Ohio State's because Ohio State gets favored by so much. But this is the kind of game where I could see like it coming down to like a field goal, like the last team that has the ball or either that or Michigan blows them out. So I I haven't really made a decision yet. I one thing I know is I'm not going to take Penn State. I don't. I I, I like I agree with you. They haven't really played anybody in a while. And then coming into that, playing Michigan at Michigan, I, I don't really trust that. I just. And then you have you know James Franklin's history. His his whole thing is he hasn't been able to get this team over the hump. Are really yeah. supposed to believe he's going into Michigan and beating Michigan? I just don't buy that. So. I'm leaning the over right now, and I'll probably at some point talk myself into taking the Michigan spread because that is probably the Michigan minus seven and the over is probably the smart move because if Michigan wins, I think they're going to put up points.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Again, 70% of the money is on Penn State plus seven on the road. The over right now I see at 50 and a half, 70% of them or 60% of the money is on the under. So in both cases, if you go Michigan and the over, you're fading the public in both spots on a pretty decent amount of bets. So I like that. Makes um, me
2: like it even more, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, you might talk me into the over. But for now, for me, Michigan, minus seven. That's how I'm kicking off my Saturday. The noon slate. What about you? You got anything else? Or what else would you got going in the noon slate here for Saturday?
2: Noon slate. One more... Or I have more. I have a couple more, but one I'll give you right now: Ole Miss against Auburn under because okay. this one popped out to me. Uh One because I think Auburn stinks. Yep. And two because I feel like they always set the Ole Miss numbers really high for some reason, and I guess because everybody loves Lane Kiffin and he's an offensive genius, and they just don't hit them like ever. <laughs> like you know, I I know like Ole Miss was supposed to have this dynamic. Offense. And yeah, I, I guess it's pretty good, but they've been very overrated. Like they, they almost lost to Vanderbilt, like they didn't almost lose, but they were losing to Vanderbilt at, half team, at halftime last week. I just think eventually, like a disappointing loss is coming. I don't think they'll lose to Auburn because they're at home, but I wouldn't take them on the spread, like minus 14 and a half as it is against Auburn. I just think they're a little overrated right now. And I like Lane Kiffen. I think he's a good coach, but yeah, I feel like the numbers always get set really high in these old Miss games. Like they're going to like just hang 40 or 50 on some team and they never really do hang 40 or 50 on an SEC team. I, I just, Auburn's not like, you know, they're not like the Auburn they used to be, but they're still an SEC team. Like they still have talent and yeah, I, I like the under and Yeah.
0: I yeah, just, I mean, to, to I, your point on the over-unders, I think that's a great point because start of the season, they were in the 60s, mid-60s. I think week four against Tulsa was the highest so far in the season. At 66-and-a-half, they were 1-5 and five to the under, or 5-1 and one to the under, I'm sorry. They were all under until last week when Vanderbilt was able to score some points. So to yeah. your point, if you're going to hit this over at 55-and-a-half, you're going to need Auburn to score some points. Vanderbilt's not a very good team. They were able to score a few points. Auburn's not a very good team. Are they able to score a few points? I don't know. I just don't trust both these teams. I think last week maybe it was more of a fluke for Vanderbilt compared to Auburn where I mean we've talked about Auburn all seasons dead coach walking everyone knows it
2: can't believe he still has a
0: job. It's crazy there's been a there's been a good amount of turnover in college football this season yeah and He was one of the names that people had marked to start the season and he's still riding it out. They're just showing enough, um, to keep, to keep him around, I guess. But Mississippi so far this season is three and three against the spread. It's surprising. This is one of the lower spreads they've had all season. Last week, they were 17 point favorites against Vanderbilt. This week, 14 and a half at home. I just like it. I think last week was a little fluky and they still covered against Vanderbilt. I don't think it's going to be fluky this week. I think Ole Miss gets it rocking and rolling. They put up 52 on Vanderbilt. I don't know if they're going to score 50 again this week, but is Auburn going to get you 14 points? I don't know. I think that I think Ole Miss can score 30. So, I like the minus 14 and a half here. Um public right now is on Auburn, which surprised the crap out of me. 75% of the money is on Auburn plus 14.5 points. And right now I don't have a money number, but 66% of the bets are to the over. You might be able to talk me into the under here on this one because again, I just don't think Auburn's really going to be able to put up points. So and the number might be a little high. I agree with you on that. So give me uh give me old miss minus fourteen and a half. We talked about Michigan. And we talked about not betting Mac games, but I got to talk to you about Buffalo. Are they good? Is Buffalo good? I I can't figure it out. I have no idea. I think so. It's not a noon game. It's a one o'clock game. But Buffalo at UMass stuck out to me a little bit.
2: I know. I know UMass isn't good. That's what I do know.
0: Right. Right. They've been kind of one of my bet against teams this year. 17 points is not a crazy spread for UMass. There's been a few in the 20s. Um, Buffalo is on the road, uh, going to UMass, but for me, I think Buffalo might be pretty good. Um, 17 well, points good against
2: is, the spread.
0: I know that. Yeah. They're four, one and one. So depending on the closing line there. Uh, to the spread, and I believe they covered the last three games. So they killed Bowling Green last week, 38-7. Bowling Green is my team, but I had to stay away just because I don't think Bowling Green has a defense. I I know UMass doesn't have a defense.
1: Yeah,
2: I think I'm done with Bowling Green for now as much as I wanted to root for
0: them. And Bowling Green in Northern Illinois, I'm off them for good. Uh, high Bull and Green coming up in a second, but I'll talk to you about that then. Oh, do you? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I got the over in that one though, because again, I just don't think they have oh, defense. Okay. Um, I think they can score. So, uh, but for this one, I like Buffalo minus seventeen. Again, it's kind of a fade UMass. It's also maybe Buffalo is actually good so to start the season. I didn't think they were that good. Uh, Maryland killed them week one. They had that weird fluky loss to Holy Cross on a hail mary, but. Since then, they've kind of been rounding into shape a little bit. The last three games, dominant ones, 50 to 31, 24 to 20 against Miami of Ohio. But I think going into the season, we all thought Miami of Ohio was better than Buffalo. And then the killing Bowling Green 38 to seven. So again, it's a little bit of a fade. UMass is a little bit of a bet on Buffalo because I think they're better than we expected. Now that we're halfway through the season, give me Buffalo minus 17 and the one o'clock slate. What else so you got in that early slate chip? The early slate
2: is. I was gonna bet Ohio again, but I think that's. I don't think that's till three thirty actually. So I don't want to talk about that.
0: Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I mean we could talk. We could. We, t- we could talk. Kansas, Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, that's three thirty. Yeah, sorry. I I like. Uh, I know this. This is kind of. Uh, you know what? I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that later too. I'll talk about that next. I don't let's talk about Minnesota, Illinois.
0: Okay, that's a good Real one because I can't figure yeah. that one out either.
2: Yeah. I can't figure out how Minnesota's ranked now, or Illinois ranked now, and they're six and a half point dogs at home against a Minnesota team that I think is overrated. Because everything in my bones is telling me to take Illinois, and I think I'm going to take Illinois. Maybe that's just because I like Belama, I hate PJ Fleck. I'm being a little emotional about this. Uh, can you help me out here? I, I don't get why uh, Minnesota hasn't beaten anybody. Have they? Like they beaten, they lost to the best team they played. They lost to Purdue. I know that. They whooped Michigan State at Michigan State, but now we know that win isn't anything. They beat Colorado, New Mexico State, and Western Illinois, where their other wins. So why are we supposed to be high on Minnesota? Why are they touchdown uh, favorite or almost one touchdown favorites against Illinois coming at, into, uh, coming into Illinois?
0: Jesus, I don't know because I'm wondering. Trying to Google around a little bit, like is there someone injured on Illinois? To me, it made absolutely no sense. Um, because not only that, Chip, I agree with you every step of the way on this. I don't think Minnesota is very good. I think Illinois is better than some people realize. And, I mean, yeah, they had a good win against Wisconsin. And, they, you know, the coach got fired there, Chris, or whatever. Iowa. the fact
2: that they only put up nine points against Iowa is like scaring people off, like they can't score or something. But I disagree with that.
0: Could be, but you know, I think it was maybe a little bit of a look ahead. I think it also is a big time letdown spot. You beat your rival, Wisconsin, right in Wisconsin, I believe the game yeah. was on the road. Absolutely demolished the guy, thirty-four to ten. Get the coach fired. They haven't fired anyone since nineteen ninety-five at Wisconsin. You get the program to change over. You beat a rival. It's a huge letdown spot. You're playing one of the best defenses in the country, and you still win the game. Like You're ranked now. I think Illinois has the juice, man. I think they got it going a little bit. I I didn't see this coming from Illinois this year, but again, I like the coach, and I like the stats, man. 400 yards on offense. Eight points allowed on defense on average this season. Granted, there were some bad teams in there, but still, they're scoring. They're moving the ball. How is this six and a half points?
2: Okay, so Illinois does have some injuries.
0: Okay, thank God Tommy, that had to be it.
2: Tommy DeVito, their their starting quarterback, quarterback, his his status is still up in the air. This is as this is as of a couple of days ago. I assume that'll be a game time decision. This also says Isaiah Isaiah Williams was hurt during the Iowa game. I forgot about that. He's their leading receiver. And uh, defensive back Taz Nicholson and senior linebacker Isaiah D'Arcangelo. so they do have some injury problems that's what it is.
0: Yeah, and I would guess because the line is seven points and chip to put it over the top. I was agreeing with you every step of the way and then I looked at the betting seventy percent of the money's on Minnesota. I was like, this game makes absolutely no sense. It was giving me major, it was a Washington versus Minnesota State vi- or Michigan State vibes early in the season? Which we were
2: all over Washington.
0: Yeah. I think Tommy DeVito has to, I'm assuming Tommy DeVito's out for this game. That's why the spread seven points.
2: Their backup quarterback, Sikowski, is so goddamn bad. Yeah. Like, so bad.
0: So for me, this was a stay away because every bone in my body wanted to bet Illinois in this one. I'm happy we talked about it, and that's why we do the show. That's why we talk out all these games here at Winning P weekly. You can find us on wherever podcasts are available on the Knicks, Jets, et Cetera YouTube page. Like and subscribe. Tommy DeVito has to be out. I know it's still early in the week. Maybe he's a game time decision for Saturday, but
2: it's his ankle. That's a tough one for he's a running quarterback too. So And he's yeah. been
0: playing good. Was he a Syracuse yeah. guy?
2: Syracuse, yeah. He was terrible accuse yeah (laughs) like so bad but yeah they they're fine at quarterback obviously now schrader's played well
0: under 39 and a half does that spark your interest at all
2: definitely if they're missing this many if they're missing their
0: quarterback and their number one receiver
2: it definitely sparks my interest
0: the defense is pretty good both these defenses are pretty good yeah yeah, All right, for sure. Maybe I'll tweet that out on on Saturday when we get a little bit closer because thirty nine and a half is not the craziest number. It's a low I number. Think it's,
2: yeah, I think it's worth keeping an eye on because if you know we we don't technically know about Devito. If it comes out Devito's playing, I think the line will move. But Big time. I think Illinois. And if Devito and Williams are playing, I think I'm going on Illinois for sure. But I'm not. I don't know if the line will move to them being favored. That I don't know. That's a weird one. I'm gonna keep my eye on Minnesota, Illinois, for sure.
0: Okay. I want to talk to you real quick about uh Kansas versus Oklahoma. Kansas, the nineteenth team in the country. I made my line in the sand game against Oklahoma last week. I said mm. I'm taking Oklahoma. I'm taking the points. This is my line in the sand. If Oklahoma can't come out and cover this spread, there's I'm there's no way I'm betting on them the rest of the season. Boy, did they not cover? They got absolutely yeah. rocked by Texas. For, was it forty nine nothing in that game? I think they stink. They stink. Their quarterback was out. I think Gabriel's back this week. Um, the spread on this one right now is nine, and that's I believe because the Kansas quarterback is out. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. Um, is it Daniels is their quarterback? I believe yeah, so Jim far. Yeah, Daniels. Yeah, so I mean. Their backup, I think, came in and played okay last week. They ended up losing by a touchdown to TCU. I think TCU is pretty good. But with Daniels out, are you thinking about Kansas at all here? I'm thinking about making this my spite pick of the week just to spite Oklahoma because I hate them so much, but it worries me because I think Gabriel's back and I think he's pretty good.
2: I was thinking about staying away from this one because I don't know anything about Kansas's backup quarterback. Jason I don't Bean know, is his name. Yeah, I don't know too much about him. I know Oklahoma's got uh Gabriel coming back, but I think they still stink. Their defense still stinks. I think maybe the over, if Oklahoma can put up points like that, but you know, Kansas is starting to back up quarterback. So maybe the under might be the better play. I just don't trust Oklahoma at all to cover a nine point spread like but also Kansas is playing a backup quarterback on the road. The Oklahoma crowds are going to be going crazy. Major
0: bounce back spot for them here for Oklahoma. Yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. Maybe they blow him out. I just I don't know. 70% yeah, of is the a, money's on Kansas right now. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. The it's it's still it's a backup quarterback on the road. I I I don't he's, trust it.
0: He's played a few snaps here and there. I think last week he came in and he was pretty good. Well, he was the quarterback TCU. before
2: Daniels took his job, right? Right. So he's played before.
0: And yeah, I think last week, I'm just trying to pull up the box score real quick for last week against TCU. Because I had TCU in that game, so I was watching that game. Um, yeah, I think this one's probably a stay away for me. 16-24 to 24 for 262 and four touchdowns. It's pretty good. Pretty good mm. for a backup. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to stay at Give me Kansas. You know, we're gambling, we're here responsibly. Kansas, as my spite pick of the week, I hate Oklahoma. absolutely I hate, them hate them so much. I hate that,
2: that Venables guy. I already hate him as much
0: as I hate Davo. He's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He already annoys me. And, dude, USC is looking like a, a major come up. You had that from the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. That's a big game. We'll talk about that later. But anything else in this nude window that's sticking out to you? Uh, for this mm-hmm. week, noon, 1 o'clock-ish. Uh, Iowa State want, at Texas. Is Texas back? Are they back enough
2: to cover that kind of spread? It was a big spread.
0: That's why I stayed away. I went into this week saying, you know what, I'm taking Texas. I don't like Iowa State. I think that they're, for some reason, some people like them, and I, I just don't see it with them. 77% think. of the money's on Iowa State. That made me want to take Texas so bad. 16 points, a lot of points.
2: Is he checked out, Campbell, because he's going to Nebraska? I don't know. They stink. Could be. They stink. But I don't know. Maybe Ewers comes in and lights them up again at home. Oh, that's a low total. They really don't think Iowa State's going to score. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: 48 and a half. But there's a huge bet, someone bet big on the over 40 and a half cuz only 13% of the bets are on it. But I see 65% of the money is on the over. So, so the, uh so the over. <laughs> someone out there thinks it's going to hit. Hey, people gamble, people win, people lose, you know, doesn't mean they're right, but someone's someone bet a lot there, of money.
2: Someone out there thinks Quinn Ewers is going to throw 7 touchdowns.
0: I guess so. <laughs> what <it> looks like. <laughs> I guess so. One of the boosters is trying to make his money up for the season so he could pay yeah. some people. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. If I was going to go anyway in this game, I'll go Texas, but I'm staying away. Yeah. Uh, I game I so wanted too. to talk about, Chip, before we move on to the afternoon games, because there's some great ones in the afternoon. I mean, holy cow. I think three ranked matchups. We talked about staying away for the Mac. I can't do it. I took Buffalo. Dude, Bowling Green is allowing 41 points a game. 41. And they haven't played great teams, Chip. They haven't played these awesome teams. They played Marshall. They played Mississippi State. So that's a good team. Fordham. Don't get me wrong.
2: Oh, no, no, no. That was Ohio. Sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I think they played Akron. Gave up 28. They played Buffalo. Gave up 38. They're not, but both teams are able to score here. I think, but you know, Bowling Green's averaging 26. Miami of Ohio's averaging 21. I like the over in this one. It's 44 and a half, 45 right now. It's moved up a little bit. I'll take it at 45. 60% of the money's on the under. Like I said, Bowling is allowing 40 points a game and the total is 46. I think Miami of Ohio is as good as offense as some of the teams that I listed. I think they're better than Akron. I think they're just as good as Buffalo. Give me the over in that one, over 46.
2: Yeah, I don't trust either one of those teams to cover, but I trust both of those teams to be not good. Yeah. So, uh, on the, especially Bowling Green on defense.
0: And I, when, sorry, no, when Mac, ahead, when Mac teams are bad. I don't feel like it's ever like nine to six, like we just talked about with Illinois and Iowa. It's like 52 to 43, like some crazy scores. You're like, how do they get to that combination? Like the the Mac teams, when they're bad, I feel like they just score, score, score. I never feel like it's low scoring.
2: It's just so unpredictable right now. Like, I I don't know. Like, I kind of thought Iowa was underrated or Ohio was underrated and they proved me right. Last week, but it's weird. Like, uh, Western Michigan was favored last week at home against Eastern Michigan, and Eastern Michigan hung like 28 points on them in the first quarter. It's crazy. I, Northern Illinois won the MAC last year, and they're just flat out not that good this year. I just don't think they're going to win it. And o- Ohio started out pretty bad, and now they're three and three. They're playing better. I just don't know who's that good in the MAC. With that said, now that you, pitch that over, I think I'm probably going to take it. The over in a game with two bad teams. Plus, the overs hit a majority of the time in Bowling Green games. And Mm -hmm. I was looking at that game already and I was looking at uh, the Chips going to Akron. Central Michigan going to Akron. Okay. And I know it's Akron. And I know Central Michigan won me a game against uh, Oklahoma State, uh, earlier, I think it was week, might have been week one. I think they hit the over with Oklahoma State. They put up points against them.
0: Yes, they did. And the over I was know, 50. By the way, the over was 58 in that game. Final scores 58 44. So yeah, that yeah. was an easy cover yeah, on the over. That was an, e- <laughs> that
2: was an easy one. <laughs> yeah. And I know it's Akron, like I said, yeah. but I'm taking Akron in that game because I'm looking at it and I'm like, why is that one only 13 and a half? And my gut feeling on this is who the hell knows with the Mac this year? Maybe Akron comes out and wins this game for, from what we've seen so far. And I miss, so I sprinkle some on the money line. That's how weird this season has been. And I'll definitely lose. But
0: you never know with these know. Mac teams.
2: You never know with these Mac teams. I just think maybe Akron is the one that finally does it. Like Eastern Michigan is playing Northern Illinois this week. I looked at that game and I'm like, fuck both these teams. Like, I hate yeah. them both. I hate them both. The, the total is 66 and a half in that game for a reason. They both like you said, both stink and they're both going to score a bunch of points. And they'll probably both add up to 66. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm Eastern just staying Michigan away from and I can't one. get a
0: handle on. I, I'm oh wrong. Every God. every time I pick them, I'm wrong. So I'm I, I think well, I'm staying away for I'm Staying away starts. from
2: that one. Staying away. And I'm um, yeah. So you got I'm an Akron
0: spread. Away. What's the spread on that game?
2: 13 and a half on FanDuel right now.
0: I like that. I like that. Anything else in that noon sleep trip? Or you want to move on to these three o'clock games? Cause like I said, there's a few good ones that nationally people are going to talk about. And there's a couple that we have to talk about on this podcast. Cause some of our favorite teams are going up against each other.
2: Haven't decided yet, but I'm leaning to, we talk about leaning towards games and I'm yep. leaning towards this one. And this is not any analysis at all. And I know Miami hasn't played well recently. But I think Virginia Tech just flat out stinks. And I know Miami, like I said, has not played well recently or much at all this season. But they're only favored by seven. And it's at Virginia Tech. But, man, I just don't think Virginia Tech is that good. And they got whooped pretty good last week.
0: I just don't think they're that good.
2: So Yeah. I, M-
0: Miami needs to win more than ever.
2: Oh, yeah. Miami's desperate for a win. And... Virginia, the urgency at Virginia Tech is not there like it is for Miami. Like Virginia Tech has a first year head coach too, but it's just not there. And man, Virginia Tech, what a fall from grace. Like remember when we were kids and, and Virginia Tech was like a premier program in the country. Uh, Oh yeah. What did they do? Enter
0: Sandman there, right? That's their, yeah, they still do that.
2: That's still one of the coolest things in the country. Like, one of the coolest things in college football.
0: And that color scheme, though, the maroon and orange or whatever they got going on. I love those jerseys. I don't know.
2: Maybe this is a wake-up game for Miami. Like, Pitt hung hung 45 on them
0: last week.
2: Yeah. Like, I know that was at Pitt, and this is at Vatek, and they'll be ready to go. But, uh, I I don't know. West Virginia whooped them 33-10 to at home. I, I just think... (laughs) I like like Miami to cover here.
0: I like it too. 70% of the money is on Virginia Tech, so it makes me really like Miami trying to fade the public here.
2: I don't get that. Like, I feel like that's still people betting like it's your older brother's Virginia Tech team. They're just not that team anymore. There's
0: just a strict fade Miami at this point. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Some of these handles, John and I did the uh, NFL episodes. You guys can check that out um, earlier this week. Some of these spreads and some of the amounts that people bet, like the percentage of monies. I just don't understand sometimes. Like I think 70% of the money was on Chicago tonight for the uh the NFL game. How is Chicago how are the Chicago Bears getting 70% of the money in any game? It's crazy. It's yeah, a
2: high school team. How are they doing that? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's crazy. So sometimes I don't understand it. I think that maybe it's just a fade Michigan or a Miami bet. That's why the money's so high on Virginia Tech. But I'm with you. If I were gonna go anyway, I would go Miami.
2: If I was betting anything, I would bet Wentz to have a shitty game. What his coach said about him, I think he's terrible. That was so weird.
0: That was so yeah. weird. Mm. Um. All right, three o'clock games. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones. Yep. Let's start off with the best bet of mine. And I'm back. And I'm riding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm riding with the Georgia Bulldogs. They had a couple fluky games here and there. Got some inferior opponents. They're against another inferior opponent in Vanderbilt. But they're at home. I think they righted the ship last week. I think the messaging from the coach and the staff got through that what they're doing is not acceptable, not covering against Missouri and these other Kent State weird games that they were playing. The spread is high, a half. 70% of the money is on Vanderbilt, and I absolutely love that. I think Georgia at home absolutely womps Vanderbilt. Maybe gives up a field goal and scores 50 on them. I think Georgia's back. I think Georgia's rolling. I think they get it right this week. That is a best bet for me.
2: Best 3 best bet, o'clock. Best bet 38 and a half.
0: Yep. And Statement
2: statement game from Georgia is what you're saying.
0: Yes, it has to be. I like that. Statement, James. Statement game by me. Takes a lot it takes a lot of faith to put to put a best bet tag on a three and a half point spread. I said Vanderbilt in the beginning of the season stinks. They've obviously been better than expected. I think Georgia proves me right here, holds true. Shows just how bad Vanderbilt is.
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh Okay. I mean, I, I would, you got, yeah, you got a lot of balls putting a 38 and a half point spread as your, as one of your best bets, man. I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Georgia's just looked inconsistent to me. They just, maybe it's just, you know, Bama does the same, the same thing that Georgia's doing now is what Bama's doing and what they did last year too. They just haven't looked like their dominant selves. Okay. They haven't been steamrolling everybody. So what? They still may win the national championship. That just, that just, yeah. yeah, they just, that just doesn't mean they're going to steamroll everybody. So what? But yeah, I don't know. Vanderbilt looked okay in the first half against Ole Miss. I, I don't know. 38 and a half point spreads. Uh, that's too much for me, especially when I got burned by Bama last week on AM. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm staying away. I know A&M is much better than Vandy, obviously, but. I feel like we've seen better things from Vandy this year.
0: Yeah, they definitely have been better than what I thought going into the season for sure. Yeah. What do you got for a three o'clock or three thirty game?
2: First one I got, and you know what? I'm actually gonna put this one down as a best bet now. I'm switch okay. It. Uh I got Oak State. Yes. Plus three and a half on the road against TCU. Mike Gundy covers. Yes, a, he does. Especially yeah. He covers and he covers against good teams. And I am, maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm an idiot for this, but I like the teams that have done it before. I like the coaches that have done it before. I look at the trends and Sonny Dykes is a good coach. Sonny Dykes is at home, but Mike Gundy has done being good and being in the top 10 and the top 15 for longer than Sonny Dykes has. He's used to this. I know it's at TCU. I think TCU will play well. I think TCU is good, but I think Oklahoma State will cover. And I like the plus three and a half. And I also like the fact that it's plus a hundred on DraftKings, the plus three and a half. I'm like, man, I, I think Oak State could win outright. So yeah, I like Oak State in that one.
0: I love it. I do too. I talked about Mike Gundy, I think, every week, so I don't know if I need to keep getting into it, but dude, I'm going I'm riding with Oklahoma State until I see something otherwise. I think to your point, they can hang with anyone really. Their offense is explosive. I think their defense is pretty good when it needs to be. Um, I like, I like TCU so far this season. I had them last week. I watched that game. They're an exciting team for sure. I think it's going to be a close one. The over 68 and a half and 78% of the money's on that over. So people think there's going to be points, points, points. I think it's going to 70. So if that's the case, I always like to say, you know, if I'm betting the over here, Give me, give me the points, plus four. Oklahoma State on the road. I think they get it done. I think they could win out, right for sure. I think it's plus one fifty right now. But to your point, plus, give me the three and a half points. Give me the plus one hundred, and let's keep it rocking.
2: Yeah, I like Oak State and the over because if Oak State covers, they're going to score a lot of points. So yeah, you might as well take. You might as well throw the over in
0: there. Yeah, might as well double dip on it. I love that. It's mm-hmm. the best bet for you. Yeah. Uh, what about Alabama, Tennessee? You got anything in that game? I can't figure it out, so I ended up staying away. I've been betting Billy Alabama. Away
2: from Bama. I don't you know, Bama hasn't been covering, but they've had bigger spreads than seven. And yeah. this feels like a spot where may look, I think I've been high on Tennessee all year, but it feels like a spot where Tennessee could get a little exposed and get smoked. And they're playing at home, and this is a huge. This is the biggest game for Tennessee's program in a long time, without a this doubt. A huge game. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Hendon Hooker. If they win this game, he is this behind CJ Stroud, the favorite, the the second favorite for the Heisman, don't you
0: think? I agree, hundred percent, man. Yeah. He's look good. He's big. He's got the arm. This Tennessee yeah. offense moves, man. That pace of play, they keep it going. I think Bama hasn't been that impressive this year. Again, Bryce Young, I don't, I don't know if we know if he's playing at this point. This there's week. also that factors in, yeah. Dude, how are you down Bryce Young, a Heisman Trophy winner, on the road against Tennessee, maybe the hottest team in college football, a three-versus-six matchup?
2: That says a and, lot, doesn't it, that they're still favored.
0: They're still favored by a touchdown.
2: That says there's, a lot. There's And I'm guilty of it, too. I just did it against A&M. Where people are like, they look at the words, they look at the word Alabama, and they say, oh, Alabama, and just bet it. Yeah. Because I did it against Texas A&M, and I didn't even like consider, I barely considered the 24 and a half last week. I was just like, it's A&M, Saban's going to stomp dust into Jimbo Fisher after what happened. Well, they couldn't do it because he didn't have Bryce Young. Yep.
0: Well... Even when they had Bryce Young, we talked about it last week. They don't have the receivers. They don't yeah. have the weapons they've had in past years.
2: Yeah. And they still don't have those receivers this week. And they may not have Bryce Young again. I know this is a prime spot for Tennessee to shit the bed. <laughs> it really, really is. Yep. Yeah. But this offense has looked spectacular all year. I got to take them. I gotta take Tennessee plus seven. I just do, and I've been blindly taking Bama, ignoring why I shouldn't. I'm going Tennessee plus seven.
0: Yeah, everything in my heart says to take Alabama in this one, but I just can't do it. Just because they look, they didn't look good, good last week. I thought they were gonna look a lot better against Texas A and M. Think Tennessee is the real deal. To your point, I think this is where Tennessee usually trips up, and. It's no slouch to trip up against Alabama, and Nick Saban. Yeah. Like, like that's you know, I, I really don't think that's too big of a knock on Tennessee. So, but again, seven points. I don't know about the cover in this one. It's a lot of points for a road team with their backup quarterback. It's crazy. So I agree with you. If I were gonna bet anything, I'd probably just take the seven points in Tennessee. And hold your, you know, as we talk about on the on the NFL uh, podcast, just hold your nose and take the pick and hold your nose with Tennessee. But and
2: pray. Just pray. pray that Tennessee doesn't fumble the opening kickoff.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 90% of the money is on Tennessee Moneyline, plus 240. I think that's pretty interesting. That's a lot of money on one side.
2: May have to do that, too, by the way. Uh,
0: another game that I got, I don't have any of the other big-time matchups. Oh, yes, I do. What am I saying? I can't believe I disrespected Syracuse like that. Syracuse, the 18th-ranked team in the country. Hosting NC State, we've talked about NC State a lot this year. We've talked about Syracuse a lot this year. NC State without their starting quarterback. We've also talked about NC State on the road not being the same team that they have that they are at home. Syracuse minus three and a half at home. I love Cuse. Give me the orange. Give me the Carrier Dome. Let's get it. Cuse rocking. at the Dome.
2: Cuse at the Dome. You know I'm taking Cuse minus yeah. three and a half. Cuse at the Dome. Absolutely. We, Minus three and a half. Devin Leary's not playing. Yeah, I, I would have taken Cuse even if Leary was playing. But without Leary, I for sure am taking Cuse Minus three and a half. Uh, the total is super low. 42. I think they're... It will probably... I would take the under if I was betting the points. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. NC State's defense is still really good. Cuse yep. will probably struggle to score. But Q's defense is good, too. So... Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough game. Unfortunately, it's on at the same time as Tennessee-Bama because yeah. I know my my family's going to want to watch Cuse, NC State, so I got to go watch in a different room to watch Tennessee-Bama. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I, I love Cuse. Minus three and a half, I'm going to keep
0: betting Cuse for sure. I love it. You got anything else in this 3.30 slate, 3 3.00 o'clock slate?
2: Mm. We going any more Mac games here? A lot I'm,
0: of not, I'm, I'm staying away, but there are some great matches. We talked about Northern Illinois and, uh, Eastern Michigan, Kent State, Toledo, Ohio, West, Western Michigan, some great Mac games, but, uh, I'm staying away because I'm going with one of my teams that I, 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 I still have faith in Maryland. I tried to apologize to Maryland. I think they let me down a little last week with Purdue. I thought they were going to win that game. The over hit, but it barely hit. 60 points and the over is 59. I think Indiana can score, man. I think that first half, I was a little surprised against Michigan. They got absolutely blanked in the second half. But that's just because I think Michigan is that much better. Maryland is not that much better. They're on the road in Indiana. I think Indiana has a big bounce-back spot here. I like the over 61. I think both these teams can score. I think Maryland can get it done on the road. They, sh- they showed it at the road against Michigan. Both these teams have now played Michigan, and Maryland fared a lot better than Indiana did.
2: I kind of want to take Indiana at home. Yeah,
0: plus eleven and a
2: half, but that's that feels like betting with my heart because I just have so I've said all year I have so little faith in Maryland. And then when I did bet against them, it was Michigan and they burned me. Yeah, so I kind of don't want to bet against Maryland. So I think you talked me into the over here, Maryland,
0: Indiana. Yeah, Maryland's you know putting up four hundred sixty yards a game right now. I mean it's crazy, and Indiana's allowing four hundred thirty yards.
2: I just don't trust Maryland to cover that number. I just think
0: I agree. That's why I won't go over.
2: Yeah. I like the over there. I'll take that. And now that I think about it long enough, I have talked myself into Ohio playing Western Michigan. I will keep backing Ohio. That's a pick'em right now. I'm gonna take Ohio in that one. Uh we got northern Illinois, Eastern Michigan. Staying away from that. Screw that. And then there's Kent State Toledo. I'm sure I'll talk myself into something on that at that point because I haven't bet either one of those teams. Yeah. I think Kent State is better than their record. You know, they did their thing where they played a bunch of great teams to get the money from that. But Toledo so far has been the best team in the Mac. And it's at Toledo. So you may have to lean Toledo there. But I if we're, you know, we like to give advice every once in a while on this show too. If I was to give advice, I would say, uh, as you kind of alluded to earlier, don't bet Eastern Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bet them because they're at home. By the way, they're at home again this week where they got whooped by Western Michigan last week. I mean, they're, I wish they were playing a team other than Northern Illinois or I would bet that team because you can't trust Northern Illinois either. So I'm staying away from that one. It
0: sucks. It's crazy. It's crazy to round out this afternoon slate. I got a four o'clock game here, and this is my don't think, just throw. One team's good. One team's bad. I'm going Tulane over South Florida. Ooh. I think John talked about Tulane and uh ECU last week. He liked ECU. I said, I don't know. Tulane's been pretty good. Four and one against the spread. The green wave. I love the jerseys. I like the team. They got it done. They got it done last week. 24 to nine against ECU. I think ECU is much better than South Florida. South Florida is not good this season. I think they're one in four, or one and five right now. Uh, one in five, zero and two in the conference. Tulane's five and one, two and zero in the conference. Tulane's defense has been good, just letting up thirteen points a game. Their offense has been awesome, averaging four hundred yards a game. I think they can get it done. Yes, they're on the road. and It's a thirteen point spread that worries me, or twelve point spread that worries me a little bit. Sixty percent of the money's on South Florida, so I'm, I'm fading the public here. That gives me a little bit of reprieve. I'm going Tulane here to end out this kind of afternoon sleep at minus twelve. You don't know on?
2: much. Don't know much about South Florida to be yeah. honest, but I do like Tulane all year long. I like their coach. I think he's got a good reputation, so I wouldn't bet against them. But I got to look more at that game. Uh, I can't believe I forgot. This is one of my best bets. Just fuck Sparty. Just fuck Sparty all year long. Fuck Sparty. I like that. And we talked about Wisconsin earlier. Wisconsin minus seven and a half at Michigan State. I love Wisconsin. It's one of my best bets. Love them. Love Wisconsin. Michigan State is in a tail. They're in a downward spiral. And I love it after we took them in the under and we said they were overrated. And they're a disaster. So Wisconsin minus seven and a half. It's at Michigan State. Who cares? I love Wisconsin, even though I'm obviously still rooting for Nebraska to win the Big Ten West, which shockingly, there's still hope out there. There <laughs> it's is astounding. There but, is. Yeah. I- I'm always rooting against Michigan state because they're just, there's something about that team. It's just like, God, they're annoying.
0: Yeah. They were fraudulent. You said yeah. it in the preview that they're frauds and boy, have you been proven right week yeah. in a week out. They beat a third string quarterback in the Peach Bowl.
2: Crazy. like, And we were supposed to anoint them as a legacy program. Like, get over it. Come on. Here's a wake-up call. Washington knocked you out.
0: I love it. They're not even that good. I know. And I love the Wisconsin pick. Jim Leonard got the boys going last week. Oh, yeah.
2: Love Jim Leonard, by the way. He could get that job.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's one of the reasons why they got rid of Chris, because I think they felt confident with him. And they're giving him, you know, what, seven games or so to kind of prove himself.
2: Also, did you? I don't know if you listen to Barstool's college football podcast, Unnecessary Roughness, but they said one of the reasons they let Chris go was that apparently he just like wasn't recruiting like at all. Like no new high school players were coming in. Like they did no recruiting. Yeah, he wasn't talking to any high school players. Like kids, like some really good high school players showed up to Wisconsin, wanted to go there. And none of the assistants on the staff like even talked to the kid, and he just like went to Iowa or Penn State or something, which Jeez. like so yeah, he had to go obviously.
0: Yeah, at that point you got to move on. Yeah, speaking of moving on, massive. let's get to the seven o'clock sleeks. I think there's some interesting games here, and I want to start with Clemson, the fourth team in the country, at Florida State at seven thirty, and. Uh, this is if we did one of my missing picks. This is my one of my missing pick of the week. It's three and a half. I think Clemson's looked really good. I think Florida State's been up and down a little bit. Maybe Clemson's been a little up and down, and I'm just not seeing it. So I'm kind of blinded by the the Clemson orange, I guess. I mean, they Has rolled Clemson, BC. been really good. They rolled BC. I BC think they kind of they handled NC State. They handled they
2: great against NC State. NC can't.
0: State played well. Yeah, NC State did play well, but again, they won by ten. Wake Forest, they they covered Wake that. Wake Forest one.
2: played really well in that
0: game. Yeah, and I just don't think I think those are I think those three teams, are uh, no, two of those teams, Wake and NC State, not BC, obviously, are, are better. better are better yeah. than Florida State. Yeah. I get it that it's on the road. I get Florida State's home. But I just think the Clemson offense has got it going a little bit. DJ's looking pretty good. I thought after that week one performance where it was not looking good, that there was a shot at possible change at the quarterback position. But I think he's got it rocking and rolling, man. I think they can score. I think the defense is okay. It hasn't been that stud Clemson defense that we're kind of used to seeing. But I think they've had some injuries at key spots. Florida State looked pretty good last week on the road at NC State. Lost by two. It looked pretty good against Wake 31-21. So both these teams have played Wake. One team's beat Wake. One team hasn't. I think Wake's pretty good. Just give me Clemson. Minus, was it three and a half, did I say? On the road? Yeah. Yeah, give me Clemson minus three and a half to start off this uh, evening window.
2: Yeah, I'm taking Clemson too there. I just... There's something about Florida State. Like they just don't, they just don't do it for me. I don't get it. Like I don't get why it's three and a half. I don't trust them. They're, they're just not there yet. Maybe it's because I, my childhood, I have like all these, like all these memories of Florida State just being dominant. Yeah. And they're nowhere close to that. And even, even later, like in life with Jimbo too, like they're so nowhere close to that. And. It looked like maybe they were going to be better this year with Norvell. And I just, I can't get a read on them. I just still, even though that LSU win, I still don't think they're that good. And also LSU just clearly isn't that good. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't like Florida State. I agree with you. I don't get why it's three and a half, even though I think Clemson hasn't played that well. The teams that they haven't played that well against are, I think, better than Florida State and I hate when we're given Florida State credit for playing well against NC State. They still lost the game, and they should have won they should because have won they were playing game. against a backup quarterback, yep. which says a lot about Florida State. They should have won, and they didn't. That's kind of a theme of that Mike Norvell era. They had a chance to win. That would have been a signature win for the program. Signature win on the road, NC State. That's a tough place to play, yep. and they couldn't get it done. They couldn't get it done. So, what makes you think they're going to be able to beat Clemson? Like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I guess it's three and a half, but I just don't think, I don't trust this Florida State team. There's nothing about them that makes me like, oh, yeah, they'll stick with Clemson. Really? I don't, like you said, I, I this is a weird one. I love, I love Clemson here, minus three and a half.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, I, we're talking Florida State. Have to shout out my boy from UAlbany, Jaden, Jared Verse on the team. There, yeah. tackle for loss really last good. week, a couple tackles. He's flashing. He's doing his thing. I like that. I like that he's moved up to Florida State and hopefully he keeps moving up because Florida State program, man, it's weird. It's one of those weird things where every year I feel like they haven't been competitive over the last what five years. This year kind of felt a little different at the beginning of the year. There was, even after the loss last week, they're sitting at four and two. You know, they've they had two tough losses, but that would have been a statement win. to your point. That would have yeah. been a big-time win for the program.
2: That what would have been got... their biggest win in a
0: while. Yeah. 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 What do you got in this uh, late slate? Because there's some good games I want to talk about here.
2: Yeah, I got... There's a few that I got here. This is actually better. The slate's actually better than I thought it was initially.
0: Yeah. I was looking at
2: nebraska Purdue, obviously, yep. uh, initially, but I think I might stay away from that one because if I was gonna bet a team it'd be Nebraska and I'm not sure I trust them to bet that they're just oh. it's plus thirteen and a half and eventually I'll probably end up betting it just because you know I, I need them to win and I'm gonna be checking out the score, but right I'm more looking at uh Stanford, Notre Dame, Kentucky, Mississippi State, and SC, Utah right now. Okay. So SC Utah, I think, is 8 o'clock. That's probably the premier night game. Yeah. And obviously Utah's had a disappointing season so far. But they're favored by 3.5. It's at Utah. And which is, you know, that's one of those weird things because SC, I believe, is ranked 6th in the country right now. Yes. And, or seventh, it depends on the poll, I guess. And Utah, you know, like I said, has had a pretty disappointing season by the way they were supposed to be. They just got smoked by UCLA and UCLA is obviously better than we thought they were. But yeah, Utah being favored, I guess says a lot about what people think about SC. And I think SC is good. So I take SC money line here. I think they're going to. I have them obviously as a long shot to win the national championship. Uh, I guess they could still, they could lose this game and still make the playoff probably, but I'm going to take them money line here. I think they're, they've stumbled a little bit recently. They haven't played their best recently, but I think that's probably worn them up for this one. I, I like them money line here plus 150 it is on DraftKings. And I also like the under in Mississippi state Kentucky. I think that game's going to be ugly. I think that has, you know, Mike Leach's teams don't come out and sling it and score a bunch of points in every game. And I think this is going to be one of those games. Kentucky has a great defense. I know they, again, they haven't played well recently, but I don't like the spread. I don't, you know, it's minus four Mississippi State. I don't know if I like that, but I do like the total. I like the under. And how about Notre Dame winning three in a row after we, Said they were dead. We wrote like, them off. We wrote yeah, them off. Wrote them right off right back to Geno Smith. Shout out Geno Smith. Yeah. Notre Dame, three wins in a row. Good for them, man. Uh, so minus 17 against Stanford at home. And I know it's a big number, and I know we all said Notre Dame was dead a month ago, whatever it was. I'm taking ND minus 17. Wow. Because I- I'm looking at it like, oh, that feels like a big number at Stanford. They're not terrible, but. Why is it such a big number then? Is it because all these crazy ND fans are hammering ND? I don't know. Maybe it's just cuz is a lot better than we thought they were initially and they're going to steamroll Stanford. So, I'm going with the ND minus 17.
0: I like it. I was I thought I was going to be cute and take Stanford here cuz I looked at the game. I was like, "Well, Stanford, you know, they're 1 and 4, but their four losses are USC, Washington, Oregon and Oregon State." Like, those are some tough games, and they've been Stanford, competitive in all of them.
2: Stanford stinks, though. Their coach is about to get fired, too.
0: Like yeah. ah,
2: They stink. They've stunk for a few years now.
0: But they were able to score 20-something points in every single one of those games. So if you're scoring 20-something points, say 24, you're getting 17. Now all of a sudden, you're like, okay, I'm, what, sitting at 41 points? Notre Dame has to beat me by. I don't see 41 points in Notre Dame's pocket. But then again maybe against Stanford. Maybe against Stanford. They That's scored true.
2: 45 against NC, against UNC. Yeah. And they have one of the worst defenses in the country. So I don't know what kind of defense Stanford has compared it's to UNC. But not good. But good. then good.
0: again, they've played really good teams, and maybe Notre Dame is one of those good teams. So I stayed away from that one for me. Um, I was leaning Stanford, but then again, I said I thought I was gonna kind of be sharp here. Ninety percent of the money is on Stanford. That freaks me out. Fuck out out of here! Really freaks me out with how many people bet Notre Dame and how public Notre Dame is. I know it's still early in the week. That freaked me out, so I stayed away from that one. Mm -hmm. Nebraska, Purdue. We talked about that. Eighty percent of the money is on Nebraska. I don't think eighty percent of the money should ever be on Nebraska. I like Purdue at home minus 13 and a half. I think that they can score. I think they, we've said that at the beginning of the year. I think we said it in the middle of the year, we definitely said it last week and they scored, scored, scored with Maryland. I like Purdue in that one to score by two touchdowns. I think Nebraska's been riding a little bit of a high. I think it comes down a little bit. And my third and final best bet of the week, you talked about it. You're making me think about flipping it, but I have to stick with my gut. Mississippi state minus four. I don't wow. think Kentucky's that okay. good. Is Will Levis hurt? He sucks. Uh well, again, I guess if I guess if that, I guess if he sucks, it yeah. doesn't matter Who if he's hurt ca- or cares? not. Who
2: he's so overrated and such horse shit. But I'm so sick he, of these these NFL draft people acting like he's gonna be amazing and be like better than all these other good quarterbacks. Like ugh, God, fuck off with the Will Levis stuff.
0: I know I have to I have to send you something. You see, uh, was it Brady Quinn said that uh Oh fuck! Bryce Andy. Young's the best prospect in, tw- in twenty years. Best. Oh, I thought you were going to
2: say we should. Uh, I thought you were going to say he talked about how the Jets should tank so they can get Will Levis instead of Zach Wilson. Really? Yeah. Have you have you watched Will Levis play football, Brady?
0: That's crazy. I mean, he said that we're, we were going to be zero nine. We're about to go four and two when we beat the Packers this week. But I want to get ahead of myself. Uh, Mississippi State, though, back to that minus four has covered three in a row. Has gone over three in a row the last three games. Granted, it's Arkansas and Texas A&M and Bowling Green. We talked about Bowling Green not being that good, but Texas A&M is pretty good. Arkansas depends who you ask if they're good or not.
2: Kentucky. Yeah.
0: I don't think they are. (laughs) Yeah. Kentucky, I think is probably the best of those games, but they've been covering by ease. They've been covering by ease. So give me four points here in Mississippi State. My third and final best bet of the day for Mississippi State, the 16th ranked team in the country. And I got one 10 o'clock game. You got anything else in the 7 o'clock slate, or did we cover all of it? Damn, you just reminded me of that Purdue uh,
2: offensive showcase they put on against Cuse, who has a pretty good defense. And I'm thinking about that now, and a Nebraska team that has a pretty lousy defense.
0: I had Purdue can score, man. Purdue scores a lot of points. 80% of the money's on Nebraska. It's like, it's like I was saying about the Chicago game tonight. Why are the Chicago Bears getting 70% of the money? That's crazy. Why is Nebraska mm. getting 80% of the money? They've won the last two weeks. So I get that, but they haven't played a team like Purdue in the last two weeks.
2: I may have to. Yeah. I may have to hit. Maybe I hedge and go with Purdue minus 13 and a half just because I, I need both. Yeah, yeah. Cause Nebraska, Nebraska winning would help me too, but I obviously can't take that money line. So, yeah, Purdue minus 13 and a half is the smart one. So, I, I would take that.
0: What about 10 o'clock? You got anything there? Because I got It's not a best bet, but it's uh, if you're having a good day, hammer this bet at 10 o'clock bet. Week. I don't think I have.
2: Yeah, I don't have it. If you're looking at the Air Force game for that, then I am way off from you because I don't trust them.
0: I can't trust the Air Force. I said last week on the show, UNLV, I'm going to keep my eye on them. I think they were four and one against the spread. They got absolutely smoked last week against a not good team. I think it was Troy, maybe they got absolutely killed. So, um, Oh no, I'm sorry. They got absolutely smoked against San Jose State, uh, last week. I kept my eye on it. I watched the game. I kind of like San Jose State. San Jose State's playing Fresno State, who has yet to cover spread this week, this season. Give me San Jose State. Like I said, UNLV, I thought, was pretty good going into that game. Turned out to be wrong. Or maybe San Jose State's just really, really good. Defense is nice, averaging 14 points a game, letting up 14 points a game. Their offense is humming 30 points a game. Like I said, they put 40 up on UNLV. Neither team has played anybody. I guess Fresno State has technically played USC, but they got smoked 45-17. Other than that, no one's played anyone. San Jose, it's San Jose's four and one, two and zero oh in the conference. I like San Jose State here. What's the spread on it? I forgot. All right, because I'm so excited. Eight and a half. Got to give me a touchdown and a field goal.
2: Yeah, Fresno got whooped last week by Boise State, <laughs> and I know Boise was riding like a high. And they their offensive coordinator quit, their quarterback transferred, so it was a weird game for Boise. But man, Boise's been lousy all year. And give up a 40 spot to them when they're coming in with a new coordinator, a new quarterback. That's pretty, that's pretty embarrassing.
0: Like I said, uh, they haven't I covered all season.
2: By the way, they also lost to UConn Fresno.
0: So yeah.
2: I they think were, they're pretty bad.
0: I think they were big time favorites in that game, too, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. So yeah, Chip, if that wraps it up for you, I got John's picks. He texted them over. So I'll run through uh, those. I,
2: I forgot about, well, I just, I'm adding this one at the last minute. Sorry. I, like it. I I'm adding Washington State plus three and a half because I have no idea why they're dogs. I don't think Oregon State is good. And Cam Ward's my guy. I got the over on Washington State. So I'm doubling down there.
0: What time is that game? Do you know? Because I, that it's was a game that stood out to me. Nine and o'clock. Going, nine, nine o'clock. I will be adding that to my card because yes. I was too scared to take it. And I don't course, know why. Of
2: course. Of course, Pac 12 Network. So no one in the world can watch it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but I mean, Washington, I think maybe the money is what scared me away. Nah, 60% of the money, it's not that crazy. Plus three and a half on the road. I think Washington State's better. I really do.
2: I mean, they lost to USC last week. They played them pretty tough, but
0: yeah.
2: I mean, it's no, I think they're good. They're a bowl team. I'm interested to see them in a bowl. All
0: right. So we got John's picks in. Some of them line up, some of them don't. So it's going to be an interesting week next week. Hopefully all three of us are together and we can talk about it. Michigan Hmm. under 50 and a half. Michigan first half under 25. So he thinks that's going to be low scoring from the jump. Low scoring. I don't hate that. Michigan is not. I don't think they've started hot really in most of their games this season. So the opposite of me,
2: as usual, John and me on the opposite end of things.
0: Yep. Central Michigan minus 13 and a half. Minnesota minus six and a half. He loves the Gophers. We do not. Wow. Ge- Georgia first half minus 23 and a half. NC State plus three and a half on the road in Syracuse. That is a disgusting pick, oh John. my God, that is a disgusting pick. He no, did that on purpose on the road. He's just trying to get us riled up. I won't. I won't get the satisfaction. Southern Miss minus four and a half. I think I had them last week. I can't take them again. Utah minus three and a half at home. We talked about that game at night. It's foggy. It's different. You and I again, Chip on USC. Best bet. He only gave us one. He also is asking, what is he missing? What is he missing? And I agree, Chip. We talked about it. Clemson minus three and a half. It is a weird line. It might be a rat line. I think Clemson's better. I think, I think they've played better teams. I think they're better. Minus three and a half on the road. And then he said if Clemson's not a rat line, he thinks the Duke line is a rat line. So he's going UNC minus seven.
2: I don't think Duke sucks.
0: I know. That's, my, I That's don't why think I think he suck. thinks it's a rat line because they're plus seven at home against UNC. I just think, I forget what the stat is, but I think the UNC coach, I'm blanking on his name, mac Brown. Mac Brown. He's 11-1 and one against Duke since he's been there or something like that. Is he really? Is it that? Has he been, has he played that many games against Duke? Has he been there that long? I don't long? think he's,
2: he can't be, have been at Carolina for 12
0: years. Is it
2: really that they, many years?
0: They don't play twice a year. So maybe, maybe that, maybe that stat was all, but it was, maybe it wasn't 11. Maybe it was eight and one or something like that, but it was a lot to a little. I think he's had their number. From oh, I'm what sure I saw. he's
2: for a majority um, of the time. Yeah. I'm sure he's beaten them a lot.
0: I think UNC's defense is rounding into form a little bit. I think that, uh, Duke is better than what people expected, though. So, uh, you know, my yeah. seven, I don't think that's the craziest bet. Chip, anything else for this week? Again, you talked about adding adding to your card, Chip Murphy 7 on Twitter. You can find him over there. He'll be tweeting out his picks. He'll be adding to his card. We're always winning Pete Weekly on here. We'll give out our picks. We'll talk. We'll chop it up. We'll give it out. We'll talk all week long about gambling because there's gambling every night. It's football. It's baseball. It's basketball. Futures. It's everything. We got it rocking and rolling right now.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm always adding. So I'm always <laughs> adding throughout the day. Unfortunately, that's what I do. But I'm for sure I wasn't sold on Akron yet. And now that John's taken Central Michigan, I for sure I'm taking the Akron plus 13 and a half. I got to go with the Zips. I know I'm taking that now. I got to fade John since he took NC State. He left <laughs> me know. no choice but to do that. I think it's fair, right?
0: You force your hand.
2: That. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, I am. Oh, and I don't even know if I mentioned this, but obviously I'm taking Q's as one of my best bets this week. Okay. Three and a half. And yeah, I, I was looking at Coastal against Old Dominion. I just, there's something weird about Coastal this year, minus ten and a half. I, oh, they have a weirdly off record at home as a favorite, but Old Dominion struggled recently. I'll, I'll probably take another look at that one. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's mostly the early games I've been looking at, and uh, we were talking earlier about the U against vodtech Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with the U in that one. Okay, that's my
0: move so from pick a that. lean to a bet. I like that. I like yeah, that right there in the, end the, of the show. I'm taking the U again. Chip Murphy seven on Twitter. He'll be adding to it. He'll be talking on there. He'll be talking Knicks a lot. He'll be talking gambling a lot. We love yeah. it. That's why we have him on. That's why we partnered up and did this Winning P Weekly for us on Twitter, Winning P Week, Winning Picks Weekly, wherever podcasts are available. And again, the YouTube—you can always find us on the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube page. Like, subscribe if you're a fan of the Knicks and the Jets. Check, check out John. He'll Knicks be back next week, week, man. Season starting, boys. We got the preseason game wrap ups. I think that episode dropped yesterday. Things are happening. Things are happening in the sports world. If you're a Yankees fan, congratulations. You made it farther than the Mets this year. <laughs> if you're a Mets fan, the Jets are looking good, baby. We're about to be 4-2, so let's keep <laughs> it rocking. Let's keep it rolling. See you guys next week.